Hello and welcome to another episode of the Chill and Vibe Deluxe Version Podcast. I know it's been about a week or two since we posted, but in this episode, what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and talk about a critically acclaimed TV series, which is Breaking Bad. And honestly, like this is probably one of my favorite shows of all time, especially like just like one, it is a Albuquerque based, New Mexico based series. But even even then, I have a lot of non-biases because the story is just fucking amazing. So we're going to get into it, and let's go ahead and get Dom's opinion on, on the show. Uh, yeah, so when Breaking Bad first came out, it was one of our family things. Like, every week, we sat down, watched it, recorded it, whatever. And it was kind of cool because you get to see like landmarks within Albuquerque. Jesus Christ, you're typing a storm. Oh, damn, you can hear that? Fuck yeah, I can hear that. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> yeah, but within the series, you see all downtown, central, on the boonies, Rio Rancho. There's a lot of references that like only people within Albuquerque would get. So that made it feel kind of special for us people in Albuquerque and being that it was such a success, like it brought a lot of business here. People want to come here, tourism, people want to see Jesse's house. They wanted to go and just kind of be within that storyline. So I think that was really cool. Right. And, and it's really cool that you wouldn't even expect uh, Brian Kratzman to be in a dramatic role since he was like, known for being a comedian and being like this comedic actor and then next thing you know like he's winning emmy after emmy for his his performance in that show and honestly like if if you want to take a course on acting or like just anything like that just watch his performance from how he transforms from walter white into heisenberg and though and again the reason why we're we're doing a a podcast episode on this show is because like we me and Dominic both binged it at our own time paces, uh, of course, but we binged the series and damn, it was, it was a wild ride. Even like, I've seen it probably like three or four times already and it still fucking hits different every time. Yeah. And as of right now, I'm going to just say spoiler warning. If you haven't seen it, we're going to dive deep into it, go into the storyline. Um, so yeah. But if you haven't seen it, like, that show was like came out in two thousand eight. The last show was the last show of that series was in twenty thirteen. So I really don't care about spoilers. If you haven't watched it, then I don't know where you've been. I don't know like like what rock you've been living under or anything like that. But you need you need to watch it. And honestly, I don't give a fuck if, it, if we spoil anything. <laughs> All right. Um, one thing that I told Dad when I was watching rewatching is like I really like Gus's character. Like. I like the way he was like portrayed as a bad guy from Heisenberg's perspective. But like, when you really think about it, the dude was fair. He ran his own business and like, he wasn't overly like evil. Like I think Walter White became more evil and was more like, what's the word? Um, Maniacal? Yes, he was more like crazy but like you see my point like gus was just this businessman he had his business he had his shit he had things in line and then 
Walter White is this manipulating, that's the word, manipulating mastermind behind the whole thing. Right. And uh, and again, like on that point too, like, yeah, Gus is supposed to be like thought out to be like this ultimate villain that Walt is going toe-to-toe with. But at the same time, like you said, like he's just he's just a man of business and he doesn't want like anyone fucking like messing with his turf, messing with his money and stuff like that. So like there are some things that like, you know, it, like it's not going to be all fucking all fucking rainbows and sunshine but at the end of the day like would you rather work for gus who's actually going to be professional who's been doing this for i don't know how long and being ultimately so successful about it too and and just like how he basically like took jesse under his wing too just to like help him out and get himself through everything and even even watching that episode where where like the what was it the season four finale when walt ends up killing gus like Gus actually goes to the hospital for Jesse be like yo like we'll just throw this that batch away and then if you need any any doctors or anything like that I'm on the board and he's like just portraying like trying to do everything he can to help Jesse and to help Brock yeah exactly and Gus is like this um philanthropist uh, philanthropist within the community like he does all this shit and then Walter White's just like nah there's something beneath the surface he's playing you he's this that and the other when in reality walter's the one the fucking poison the kid he's the one who's has all these deaths in his like in his bag but right. gus is strictly focused on like dealing with the cartel and getting people outside of his shit when walter just wants to be the kingpin and he wants to have the world right and honestly like everything that Everything that Gus did, I felt was justified to an extent. Like, yeah, like he wanted to, he wanted to kill fucking um, Theo Salamanca because fucking Theo killed his partner. Like when he first started, like this Boyos Hermanos, and it's just like, okay, I understand you're gonna have a grudge against that because like that was your 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 boy sort of thing. And everything that he did was so calculated, and it was like, and just like the anxiety that you get when Walt's trying to blow up his car in the at the hospital parking lot. And Gus is just, like, walking out and just, like, looking over the edge. And you're just like, oh, shit, is he actually going to go to the car? Does he see it? Does he have, like, a sixth sense or anything like that? It's just like, oh, my God. Like, just, like, the the overall narrative and the way that this show was shot is just, like, fucking just a masterpiece. Exactly. Yeah, it, even, like, the, like, plane shots were just, like, scoping over the city or, like, like, the attention to detail within the sets, like Jesse's house, where it's all where it turns into that like crack house where he doesn't give a fuck, right. and it's all spray painted up. Right. And these other places, like places we know, like the Hispanic Cultural Center, to it's like the rehab center. Um, Barrelas is used a couple times. And I oh thought, yeah, the Indian room. Yeah. Well, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, damn, I used to eat lunch. I used to eat cafeteria food and that shit. I used to play in that freaking little shack in there. So it was kind of cool to look back and have those memories. And I know dad is like, even with Better Call Saul, you're just like, damn, I used to run that street. Or like, you just have these, it just makes it even closer to be able to relate to the show. 
Right. And and to expand on that point a bit too, um, with um, the whole Barella scene and everything like that, like every time I see it, I probably like Ben Haley's ear every time like I watch it, but it's just like, Hey, I used to work there. Like I was actually in that kitchen. She's like, Wait, where where is that? I was like, That's the community center I used to go to. It's across the zoo. He's like she's like, What? Like, yeah, it's across the zoo. I used to work there. I used to actually like have lunches there. I used to like just like hang out there. Like that was the spot for elementary school. And she's like, huh, that's a weird place to that's a weird place to film like a restaurant, like a rehab center. It's like, yeah. And then I I even told her I was like, outside, outside that door, you have like that little that little patio area. And then and then on the opposite side, that's where you had like the game room and then you had like all kinds of other stuff. And it's just like like you said, it's just so cool to see that represented in like a show like that especially one that got like such like critically acclaimed and stuff like that too yeah so um what i was thinking we could do is like do like a breakdown of like what we think of the characters okay and so who do you want to start with honestly do this choice bro uh so after watching the whole series like i feel bad for jesse bro I just oh, feel Jesse, bad got, Jesse got the fucking shit end of the stick. I know. Like, like, he didn't deserve anything that happened to him. Like, like all these relationships, like, he, what he had, like, especially with Jane, where he's like, damn, this chick could be the one. And then Walter's like, nah, she's bad for you. You got this money. She's a fucking, you guys will abuse it. You guys will wind up overdosing. And then he just watches her die. Like, and then. At the same time, I feel like, I feel like that was Walter, like, actually, like, because you, you can't tell me that he didn't care about Jesse. Like, you can't tell me that he didn't, like, he wanted to keep him around and he wanted to do everything that he could, like, to man- manipulate him to, to keep on being his partner, to keep on cooking. And I honestly do feel like, like, he was trying to, like, look out for Jesse by not giving him his money since they were, like, shooting heroin and they were doing, like, all kinds of those drugs because he didn't want to see him overdose. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of that, too, like, a lot of what Walter White, like, the main thing that I think of with Walter White is just, like, selfish. This homie's just out for himself. He doesn't give a fuck who's in his way. He's going to get his way. And he doesn't care what he has to do to get it. But Jesse is, like, he just wants his money and he just wants to, like, fucking vibe out and party and just kind of he's young like he wants to do all that shit and maybe down the line he'll settle down but walter white needed jesse way more than jesse needed walter white oh yeah and it's so crazy how like in the beginning of the series like it was like the opposite because jesse didn't know how to cook and walter was like this genius and behind like the like making the math and stuff like that so to yeah. an extent like they did need need each other like walter needed needed someone to move his product and then jesse needed someone like to to like um produce like a, a great product so in the beginning like i said it's just crazy to think like like they were like codependent on each other and then as the series goes the series goes on um like you said like jesse just starts becoming more and more independent and i really liked his relationship that jesse had with mike too like that was actually pretty cool to see and like yeah like in the car like jesse was just like just being bored out of his mind <laughs> and then mike is just like can you stop please like (laughs) i'm just following orders like stop and then they end up like forming like this bond like this like father son type of thing and honestly it actually it kind of like rewatching it i was like damn this is the episode where mike dies fuck (laughs) i know yeah that relationship with mike and then like his relationship with gus like he he was like a valuable asset 
to that organization. And then Walter is just like, God, like, come with me. We'll do our own shit. We got to we, we gotta be the ones. Like, I don't want to work for him. He's dirty. He's, he's sleazy. But, like, ultimately, I would have wanted Jesse to thrive within Gus's and Mike's enterprise. Right. With um, And they did have a good thing going. Like, they had it, like, down pat. Like, they were – like, Gus was hiding such in plain sight. Like, he was a contributor for the DEA. And, like, right out of their noses has, like, the biggest fucking kingpin in the Southwest. I know. And then another thing on Jesse, too, like, he's he's such, like, a, a kind soul. And, like, whenever he had, like – you could just feel the turmoil inside of him when Walter has him kill Gale. Like, yeah, it's like, holy shit. Like, he really didn't want to do it. But again, fucking Walter White manipulated him just so he could get his way so he doesn't have to get wasted. Yeah, dude. Like, I haven't seen him so long. So when that season four ended and it showed, like, it panned to Walter's backyard with the flower, I was like, oh, you dirty bitch. Right? Yeah. And, you know, you know, with that show, too, like, every fucking, like, I know we, we mentioned it a little bit, but, like, every fucking little scene, everything in that scene is so well-placed and well-fucking-timed out that it's actually an Easter egg that's going to happen later in the show. Like, I don't know if you noticed it, but, like, on the last episode of the show, or um, I think it was the last episode, or second last episode, where, um, where Walter is rolling his barrel, like, down, like, the, when all that shit happened with Hank and everything. You could see in the shot, like in the desert, his pants from season one. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, when he's walking. Yeah. Yeah, I did see that. And it's just like little shit like that. It's just like, oh, shit. And they even foreshadowed his death. I don't know if like if you noticed that, but like after the shootout, like uh, there's a bullet hole in the gas tank on his car. And like in the reflection, you see a bullet, like the bullet hole, like on Walter's reflection in, on his head. So like they mm. kind of like foreshadowed that he was like, he's not going to live. Yeah. And then, like, going back to Jesse, like, just a bunch of shit just didn't go his way. Like, even when he went back to, like, his parents' house and they found his brother's joint, he was like, oh, I'll take the rap for that. And then they fucking booted him. And, like, that was, like, the last straw for them. Like, it's just so sad to see how Jesse was treated throughout the series. And then, yeah, I completely agree with you. And then, like, on another note, like, I want to, what's your opinion on um, Skylar? Oh, I didn't like Skylar at all. You know, like, me and Haley were actually talking about this, but, like, everything that she did was justified. Like, it was justified, but, like, like, I didn't like how quickly she was able to shut Walter out. Like, I was like, sometimes I'll be like, let the man talk, like let the man explain what the hell's going on. But then but again, Walter did everything that he's saying is bullshit. He's trying these lies on top of lies on top of lies. Like, tell me you wouldn't get sick of that. True, that is true. Like everything is justified. But then again, I'm like, ah, uh, Skyler, what do you like? When she when like the whole shit that happened with um, what's her face, her old boss, like when she paid the money and like I was like, oh, you dumb bitch. Well, see, even then, I, I could still justify that because, like, if if he would have got busted for that tax fraud and for like the um, the money, the um, 
like that fraud, it would have went back to Skylar because Skylar had those names on her on those books. So she needed to get the IRS paid. Otherwise, then both of them would be in jail, and they they could link link that and the car wash look into that and um, find out their money laundering for Walt. So realistically, it was it was a good idea, but was it executed right? Exactly. No. Exactly. Yeah, it wasn't executed right. But then again, that was an act of God too. <laughs> homeboy was all fucking homeboy looked like um fucking Mr. Freeze. <laughs> Dude, I was laughing when he fucking tripped on his rug and just slid <laughs> And then like they cut to the scene with um Bill Burr and he's like, Well, I told him like Saul was just like, I told him I told him that this is my A team. It's like, well, it was an act of God. You can't you can't account for an act of God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you and, think about hank dude like i actually saw a youtube video that like makes perfect sense like hank is like the hero in the story in the anti-hero world like he is the ultimate good guy in this show like so much shit happens to him granted a lot of shit happens to everybody but like he basically got it like got the shit in the stick too like he was to find out that your brother-in-law that you've been like like basically like best friends for like uh, the better part of like 10 years just is end up like being like the guy that you're chasing after for fucking like what was it like two years and yeah. knowing what he did and like kill all the killings and all the connections and everything like that just like and at the end he gets fucking caps and then he went out like a like a champion too like yeah. oh man like that that one hurt too like i was watching that one the other day and Haley just like and we, we watch it and Haley falls asleep sometimes <laughs> and uh, I purposely save that one for the next day and she's like oh this is the one where Hank dies huh? I was like yup she's like oh I thought I missed that one I was like nope you're gonna send it with me <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking too I was like um, when he found the book that ultimately led him to like oh shit it's fucking Walter White I was like I was like, Walter White has to be the smartest, dumbest motherfucker in this show. Because, like, that little – why why would you keep that in the house? Like, it's – like, I, I like I see, like, it's sentimental value. Like, he likes the Walt Whitman or whatever the fuck his name is, the poem. Right. But, like, why would – that's evidence, bro. Like, tear out the page at least. Like, oh, no. Right. Like, to be that – not careless, but – to not have that covered and have it just in your house lying around like oh and i didn't even and we didn't even touch on the part with uh with jesse whenever like at the like towards the end where the fucking like those um those fucking nazis or whatever they were white supremacists fucking takes jesse captive and then fucking just has him as, as a drug meal basically just cooking their meth for them i know that's what i'm saying and I watched um, El Camino after I watched Breaking Bad. And, like, it's it's good to see that Jesse got out and he's, like, in Alaska and he's doing his own thing and he's, he's still wanted and everything. But, like, it's good to see that he got out of that, out of that situation. Basically slavery, what he right. was. And then, like, he gets it so rough even afterwards, too, because, like, he's like, I'm not cooking. And then he, like, he's like, just kill me, just kill me. And then they end up killing Andrea, like, right in front of him. I know. And then, like, Todd. Oh, I fucking hate Todd. <laughs> I fucking hate that motherfucker. He's a weirdo, huh? He is. And then that motherfucker kept the tarantula from that um, that one kid, too, that Drew Sharp. Yeah. 
I was like, damn, you're a fucking psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so um, what's, uh, what's another character you want to talk about? Um, let's talk about Hank's wife. Oh, Marie? Yeah. How do you feel about Marie? Um, she, like, she was, she definitely played that part of, like, the blabbermouth, like, the one in the family, you can't tell a secret, and takes it over the proportions, and overly safe, overly cautious, but, like, and then I liked it at the end when she's, like, Hank, you gotta get this motherfucker, bro, you have to get him, because if he's not, he thinks he's so slick, go get his ass, that's what, so I like Marie overall. Right. In the first in the first two seasons it was kinda like eh like I like the whole stealing thing I could have done without like the whole like like <laughs> like I can't I can't help but laugh. Like she has such an ugly cry face, bro. Like when she cries, like it just like looks like she's forcing it so hard. It's just like <laughs> cringe. <laughs> <laughs> like one eye squinted and one eye's like wide open. It's just like all right. That's all you got. But again, like she got, she got the shit and the stick too. When Hank, that like she basically lost her husband, like the person mm-hmm. like she was supposed to spend the rest of her life with, to fucking, to those fucking guys. Like it's just like, oh, I know. She's so um, you know, you know who is who is dope that I wish there was more of, like in the in the series. I wish they, they would have done more with Tuco. Tuco, I just don't talk about Tuco. Tight, 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 tight. <laughs> so Heisenberg says relax. Right. <laughs> He's like, you calling me a liar? So like, no, I'm not, I'm not calling you like you you calling them stupid? So like, no, I'm not calling them stupid. I'm just I'm just reminding them. It's like, don't you think they know? It's like, yeah. They know, but I'm just I'm just reminding them. It's like they just like, oh, I get it. So you're calling me stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and then Walter's just like, Tuco, just just relax. We're all we're all good here. Heisenberg says relax. If I could beat the shit out of him, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, Tuco is crazy, man. And then when um he's all these guys punking me, Theo. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> So what did you do to my deal? <laughs> Is that it? Did, did they change your your novella deal? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So, oh, but he was he was like really like every time he was on screen, I was like, damn, I don't know what this motherfucker is gonna do. Like this dude's fucking crazy, crazy man. Like, Even in uh, Better Call Saul, bro, he's funny. Right, <laughs> I like he was only in like the first season, wasn't he? Yeah, he he's the he gets in that fight with Mike, and Mike's holding his shirt. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, then, and then Mike whispers, he's like, "Is that all you got?" Then he's like, oh, oh. "Boom, boom, boom." That's just funny, right? So, um, on that subject, what do you think about um about Mike? Mike, I like Mike. He's like, he's like, he's a, granted he's a criminal, but like, he's still like the ex-cop. He has his rules. He's going to like do what he's told and not more or not less. Like, right. he can to do a job, he's going to do his job. And if he didn't do his job, he's not going to take your money. Like, that's the dude Mike is. Like, he's really, 
true to himself and he's an honest, hardworking dude. Right. I completely agree with that too. And like having like an old ass man, like he's old and he's fucking the muscle, like behind everything. Yeah. Like he just fucking like punks <laughs> everyone. Like he dropped fucking Walter in one punch. Like whenever Walt was like talking about um, killing Gus and he just fucking boom, knocks him. Yeah. Dude, I'm like, I'm like, Mike didn't even have to die. Like the reason he died was so dumb. I was like, you right. could have given him such a better death than what it was like just down by the river and he's like well just fucking shut up and let me die shut the fuck up let me die in peace (laughs) (laughs) and then like it it adds insult to injury because walt comes to a realization he's like oh wow i could have just asked lydia for the names i was like you fucking ass face (laughs) and the only reason why walt killed him is because he was petty like he's like oh you're you're not gonna talk to me like that oh yeah, who do, think, who do you think you are? They were done. The deal was set, and then he says, "Like, I don't even get a thank you." He's like, "What?" I'm like, "Oh my god, Mike didn't have to die, right?" And then, like in in that uh, in that in that episode where where Walt and Jesse like ask him if they want to ask Mike if if they want to like pursue like the business again, and Mike was just like. You know what? You know how they say nice and no, it's been a pleasure? Well, it hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I used to like when they went to business and Mike and Walt were just fucking like butting heads all the time and Jesse's just watching like uh, these fuckers. Oh, right? And then like the with the um, how they're like trying to get like Gus's laptop, like erase the files. Yeah. And then like, and then Jesse's like, what about a magnet? <laughs> <laughs> what about a magnet? And Walter's like, what about a magnet? It's like... <laughs> um, um, what do you think about, what do you think about um, Walter Jr.? Oh, dude. I think... I think he got... He got screwed. Yeah. Like... Like, honestly, like, Walt pays more attention to Jesse than he did to Walter Jr. And he even hurt more, too, when Walt was all fucked up when he got beat up. I think it was by Mike, and then he's all bruised up, and then he's, like, falling asleep. It's like, oh, thank you, Jesse. Like, he calls Walter Jr. Jesse. Right. He's, like, he's just, like, oh, thank you, Jesse. I was, like, oh, okay. Yeah, but... Yeah, like yeah, I kind of got the chills again. <laughs> I'm kind of glad they didn't have Walter Jr. be like that big of a story, but good doesn't hurt. It's kind of that he was kind of being ignored by Skyler and Walter just because they didn't want him to know that his father was a criminal and all that stuff. Right, but it was just hard to see a 16 year old. Um, with what little policies just kind of have, kind of be like an afterthought in the family, you know? Right, right. And um, <laughs> in that one scene where um, when it's Walt's fifty-first birthday and him and Skyler are going through like that rocky shit, and then Walt Junior's just like, "Mom, aren't you going to do Dad's bacon?" <laughs> <laughs> And then Walt's just like, look at this, honey, to Holly. 
Um, and then like the one is small, and then and then he's like, "Oh, that one is too small," and then she switches it with <laughs> with his beacon. Yeah. Fuck, bro. Man. It just <sighs> such a, to have so much depth within it, like even the way they did the flashbacks within Mexico, and then they did the flashbacks. Was like in order and written so beautifully, right? And then it was it was so so like rewarding. Like what was it in season two or season three with the plane crash? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, Wayfair flight seven two. Where you just see that teddy bear in the pool, and you see like the evidence, and you're like, oh shit, something something went down. Right, and then like. Like in all those pieces, like in all those, like, like in the introduction to all those episodes, like it just like pieces together everything that happens up to the plane crash. It's just like holy shit! Talk about storytelling. Yeah, like I, I genuinely feel like it could have ended in season four, like real nice bow, just like open ended, where like Walt did the thing to the kid, but there's still to be kind of successful in their endeavors and I thought it really wrapped up nicely but then you get to season five and you're like oh shit see I don't I would have been I would have been hurt if they would have ended it at season four I would have been like what what the fuck are are we is he ever gonna get caught like what's going on like I would have been I would have been salty one thing that I wish would have happened like in season five is I wish they would have brought Walt into custody and like he would have like walked him through everything he'd done or like just seeing him in cuffs or like there had been a trial or something like I I wish he would have brought would have brought into custody instead of just dying in the like meth lab see I thought it was kind of poetic with him dying in the meth lab because he he finally admitted to Skyler just like look like everything I did and then was for myself not for because I actually felt alive doing this and then it kind of makes sense for him to die in the lab that he loved basically yeah. <laughs> God damn, bro. I'm fucking. I got the chills, dog. Yeah. Yeah. I've been like on and off the day all day. Like, it's been like I get really, really hot and I fucking like take off my sweater. I like don't do anything. And then, like, random as fuck, I just get cold out of nowhere. Like, chills cold, like fucking teeth chattering cold, bro. Really? Yeah. So, for everyone listening, like I know that was random, but I got I'm like battling a flu or a cold right now. I don't know what the fuck it is. All I know it's not COVID. So, like, your boys living, thriving, <laughs> trying to trying to survive. Well, <laughs> 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 oh, one of my favorite characters though is the Theo, with just his this bell. <laughs> <laughs> It's like A E I L F, and then and then when they bring him into the DEA and he's like, "Fuck you, suck my dick," and he's like, he's like "Suck my." Okay, we're done. All right, now you got that out of the way. Let's go ahead and do do it for real. F U ding. F U ding ding. Oh man, like he he was a stun man. Honestly, like he was. He wasn't to be fucked with, honestly. True. 
And then, like his facial expression when when um, Walt planted the bomb on his wheelchair. Yeah. Like, when he when he got Gus, he's like ding 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 ding, ding. and then he just like looked so pissed off at Gus. I was like, ah oh, shit. <laughs> And I like it too when he's just dogging Walter and <laughs> and then Tuco's just like, "Are you dogging them, Theo?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't like them, Theo. <laughs> he's like, "Don't even tell me that you're hungry." <laughs> <laughs> don't even start with me. <laughs> he just drops the whole damn plate. He's like, "Oh God, what's wrong with you?" <laughs> Oh man, what was uh what was your favorite season in the show? Um my favorite season I think it was season it was either season one or season four. I, I could see that. Like seeing yeah. um like having like the origin story in season one, seeing like how Walter like decides to cook meth and everything like that. Yeah, and I really like those seasons in particular because i really think about like when i think of breaking bad i think of like the montages like the music and they're in in the desert or they're or just like they're doing drop off stuff like i really like it when like they have the montages a lot right i really like um i really like the one where it's just like um like in the beginning of the episode when um when they have like that um that Cardunio's uh, mariachi band just fucking singing like everything that happened like the rundown of everything oh yeah I was like oh shit that's dope <laughs> like you don't get that anywhere but New Mexico dog <laughs> bro did you know that there's like a, a Latin spinoff of Breaking Bad yeah I, I did know that I haven't watched it it's like, like goofy bro it looks weird <laughs> like I just saw like pictures of it and like the people they casted for it, like, it just looks weird. Right. Are you going to watch it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. To the science, science experiment. We got to watch it. <laughs> you find a streaming service that has it, I'll, put, I'll watch the episode. <laughs> I'm down. I'm fucking down. <laughs> um, oh, and uh, speaking of, like, the main characters of, um, Speaking of Walter, like, what do you think was the most, like, fucked up thing that he's done? I know it's a long list, but, like, in your eyes, personally, what do you think, like, was the most that just made you go, like, fuck this guy? Oh, I have to think about that. The first thing that comes to my head is poisoning the kid. Right. But, um, probably him just watching Jane die. Like, I know he thinks, like, it was for Jesse's own good, but, like, just being like just watching like imagine you're in that situation like and you're just watching someone die and you know you could help like the fact that he knew he could help her that's probably the most fucked up thing he did right and then even even like a that that got foreshadowed too because like in i think in the earlier in that episode he puts a um a towel or like a blanket like on holly so she doesn't like spit up and choke on her spit up yeah so she's at an angle and then yeah. like that shit fucking and then he doesn't do that with jane so what do you think is the most messed up thing you did all right i'm gonna go with the so like i i agree with the with brock and with jane but like the most like ruthless and fucking like heartless thing that he did was like when he had that hit on all those 10 people in the jail in two minutes 
in that yeah. time frame. Like that was fucking like some mastermind fucking shit right there. And like he had yeah. like no remorse about it. And I was like, damn, this dude's fucking like this dude's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's that's where he became like evil in my eyes because like he's just like in his house looking at the backyard and he's just counting the minutes like isn't he holding these nasty dudes to isn't he holding his baby too like at the same time no oh i thought i thought he was holding the baby at that point but yeah that was like that was like right there is like okay like you you still have like granted you're a fucking piece of shit but then after that i was like oh damn like don't fuck with this guy like yeah don't fuck with this guy um one of one of my favorite episodes is um when they get stranded in the desert. <laughs> Just cuz like I I could see like the vision behind it like yo, we're going to have an episode of just one set, one trailer and we're just going to shoot this shit and it's just them trying to problem solve getting out of this shit situation. Like that was probably one of the, one of my favorite episodes cuz they're just trying a bunch of shit. They're down on their luck and then they finally get out of it. Right. And then that whole like sequence was pretty funny too. Too whenever well it's like when I told you to move the keys, where did you put them? <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like it's one of my favorites because like it's so relatable. Like anything anyone could do that camping, like they run out of battery and they're just like, oh fuck. Like we can't and like in their particular situation, they can't call anyone right. because like they're fucking they have meth on board. And then when they do call someone, he goes to the wrong fucking place <laughs> and their fucking phone's dead. Um, damn, yeah, that's probably one of my favorite. And then when uh, when the when what was it that fucking um, that generator caught on fire and then Jesse throws all their drinking water on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And Walt comes out to the extinguisher and he's like, oh, yeah, probably should use that. <laughs> and then he's like, all you brought to eat was Funyuns and snacks and donuts. And <laughs> so you couldn't get anything nutritious, anything that has any type of nutritional value. I don't know how you survive. <laughs> oh, that one part had me dying, though, whenever Walt quits the car wash and he's like, Fuck you, Bogdan. Fuck you and your eyebrows. <laughs> he grabs his dick. He's like, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, one thing about Walter White, like, I think he's kind of, like, a fucking bitch. Honestly, like, when stuff, like, doesn't go his way or, like, when he's, like, like, when he's talking to someone and they're not giving, like, the response he gets, like, he's real quick to either get mad or kind of just kind of be self, give self-pity in a way. Like, he's real, like, uh, I don't know the word. But you know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, like, he's, like, real real quick to jump to conclusions whenever, like, like not getting the full story sort of thing. Yeah. Like, I... He's lied to Skylar so many fucking times, and then, like, one thing Skylar keeps under the rug, and he fucking flips out. Like, he has a real short temper, and he's yeah. real. And, like, when he's crying in the show sometimes, I'm like, 
damn, like, you brought this on yourself. Like, how could you not have that self-reflecting quality to yourself where you're like, damn, I'm going to just take this to the chest. Instead, he's like, all oh, the world's against me. I don't know what to do. Like, sometimes I'm like, bro, just kind of fucking pick up your bootstraps and, like, get back at it, bro. Right. Right. But then again, like, on that same token, though, he does find – he does ultimately end up finding a way to fuck, fuck everything over and get everything to fucking play out the way exactly that he wants. Yeah. Well, but okay. at the same time, like, at what cost? Like, how many exactly. bodies did this homie pile up to get his way when they could have been done a different way? Mm-hmm. And then, like, how he killed Crazy 8 in the next episode. Like, they, they show, like, the shot with the fucking, uh, with Tampico furniture. Yeah. I was like, oh, Jesus. Oh, man. That's such a great show. It is. So, you said, like, this was your first time watching it all the way through? Yeah. How, um, how different or, like, did it meet your expectations? Did it surpass your expectations? Or um, was it, like, right right at, like, um, what you thought it was going to be? It was it was right at what I thought it was going to be just because I saw it before and I was like, yeah, it's a great show. And then just kind of being able to, like, take a step back for how long ever I didn't watch it and then to dive back into it is like, damn, I should have done this sooner, you know? Right. I think once a year, Haley and I fucking deep dive in that in that series just it's like um, it's i just can't find anything like that's as good as it honestly i think better call Saul's getting real good for me because it's a lot more easy going like granted when you're watching breaking bad it's just fucking real intense like you're real <laughs> yeah you're into it and then like in better call Saul, it's more like deals and lawyers and that they implement in Mike's story a lot like you get Mike's background and there's a lot more of him but right now I think I'm a like Better Call Saul more than Breaking Bad I I think I got to season 3 of Better Call Saul but I'm waiting for all that to come out on Netflix just like a binge it all at once instead of just like waiting week to week and like the new season and everything like that yeah I'm on season 3 now and season 4 is dropping on Netflix April 4th Right, it's gonna start in April as well, so I'm probably gonna be able to. I'll finish season four when it comes out on Netflix, um, and then watch season five, like uh, Caveman with Dad. So, mm. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's gonna be good. Yeah, I mean, like it's it's about the same showrunner, and not often like you have like a, a spinoff that's gonna be like at least hold like a standard. Of the of the original show, and I feel like that one's really holding its own, and especially like with everything like Breaking Bad accomplished. Yeah. Oh, man. Whew, fuck! I'm fucking cold, bro. <laughs> my hands are cold right now. My hands are cold. My my nips are like fucking diamonds, bro. <laughs> 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 Oh, um, mom, mom messaged me today and she said that she didn't like it when we did a, an episode when we were fucking stony baloney. Huh? Mom didn't like us doing an episode where we were stony baloney. Why not? 
she said that it wasn't like it was amusing but it wasn't like enjoyable for the listener (laughs) (laughs) and she said i didn't like the american dad bit (laughs) dude i don't remember what we talked about that episode low-key i don't either honestly i I didn't even edit it either i just fucking uploaded that bitch (laughs) what was the name of it i forgot the name of it i said i think it was like we chilling in person or some shit like that no it was a special name was it a special name? I think it was. I don't think so. I don't remember. But, I, think, um, I think you're on crack. <laughs> <laughs> meth head. <laughs> Watch Breaking Bad now. I got fucking, I got problems. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> and then um, I thought it was, I like that they had um, Badger and Skinny, the episodes that they had in them. Yeah. When they were like, all high, fucking all going yeah. off about Star Trek and everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think, Jesse? So, yeah, totally dope. <laughs> oh man! And every character has served its purpose too. True, that is very true. No, that that's what I that's what I did put naming. I put um, we vibe in person. That's what the name was. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I think we were gonna do something like call it a special name, but then I got I I fucking don't remember what it was. I was fucking <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> oh, did um, Haley get a new bong? Yeah, that's just nice. Is it? Yeah, you need to you need to come up and test it out. All right, like it's it's nice. Like I I even took a couple hits out of it. Like it's not bad at all. <laughs> It's not as bad as the other one. Oh, the other one killed me, bro. Every fucking hit, I was fucking be like gasping for air, thinking that, <laughs> thinking I was gonna die. So, Lord Jesus, save me, help me. Jesus, Lord, save me. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that from? Quick, quick. Oh, I don't know. It's Kevin Hart. <laughs> oh, no. Tell me, Jesus, please tell me. <laughs> that I just. I just knocked his cane and I fall down already. <laughs> like, I remember, I know, uh, what's it from? I think it's from Seriously Funny. Oh, Jesus, please help me, please, Jesus. Yeah, because he said, like, his old friend was, like, falling and it, he took, like, five minutes to fall. <laughs> was that like, it? Yeah, he's like, Lord, Jesus, please, save me, Jesus, Lord, help me, Jesus, save me. <laughs> <laughs> like, get your old ass up. <laughs> fall down already with your old dramatic ass <laughs> uh, one thing I wish they had more in Breaking Bad was Bill Burr I like Bill Burr's character oh Bill Burr's character was fucking dope like sweet like talking he, everything yeah when he was stalling the train right so <laughs> like, you're the engineer I don't know <laughs> so did, you, did you put it in neutral yes give me some credit at least <laughs> <laughs> And then he, was, he wasn't even pushing or anything either. To the car wash owner and Skyler's in his ear. Yeah. Like, I just think Bill Burr has such a wide range of characters that he could play. And then, like, just being able to be that, like, con man, like, I think just fits him perfectly. Right. And then, like, even when with that scene with him and um, Heel, with the language yeah. money, and then Heel's just like, so I'm, I'm just saying, because he's going to Mexico, and then Bill Burr's just like, I'm just saying, this man got 12, 10 people killed in the span of two minutes. 
And then when he's like, um, so we don't want to make Huel not happy, right? He's all, he's Huel. <laughs> so that's Huel. <laughs> <laughs> so Huel, how are you feeling right now? So I'm feeling pretty good. So let's keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make you not happy, Huel. So if he doesn't sign that check. <laughs> 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 you know who was an interesting character throughout the whole show too who Saul like Saul's role in that in that show actually like advanced the story a lot and like every like little thing was always going through Saul once he like got got a part of the mix yeah like the like Saul always had he was the dude that had the thing definitely yeah yeah and he was like he had that drawer full of like 10 phones yeah, his phones and then his safe. Right. Like I that's what I like about Better Call Saul is like you know what he's gonna become, but then just the route they're taking, you're like, how the fuck does this homie become Saul? That? <laughs> right. Yeah. Jimmy McGill. James McGill. Slipping Jimmy. Slipping Jimmy, baby. Yo, that you know, that they did in the first episode, bro, I was like, damn. Yeah, and then he's like, uh, yeah, my name's Saul. Saul, Saul Goon, man. Saul Goon, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, and then Saul's one of the funniest dudes in that thing where, like, all of his metaphors are just right? funny. So are you sure you don't want to, like, old yeller situation? Old yeller. I mean, yeah, like, old yeller was a great dog. Unfortunately, he came back, got rabid, and, you know, like, for the dog's sake, they had a, um, you know... I mean, you've seen the movie. <laughs> yeah. He's like, awesome. um, take a trip to um, Belize, you know? Right? <laughs> Belize. <laughs> and Walt's just like, you're just full of colorful, colorful metaphors, aren't you? Belize, <laughs> old yeller. <laughs> <laughs> it's all it's all he calls it his um, receptionist ST. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sugar tits. <laughs> it's a compliment. <laughs> He's like, go down to a career place, give her a nice tip, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Or his massager, he's all laying on the floor. Oh, right. Fucking Jesse's all smoking, fucking smoked a doobie up in the the waiting room. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, you can't smoke that in here, sir. Dude, you know what scene was fucking crazy? Like rewatching it, when, Watch um, when Gus takes Walt out to like the middle of nowhere and says that he's done, and that if he goes near Jesse again, then he'll um, he'll kill his daughter, he'll kill his son, he'll kill him, and kill like his wife and everything. And then when Walt's trying to like go like get out, he realizes the money is missing from the cellar, and he's just like laughing maniacally. Yeah, that and was- then Skylar is just fucking just like in shock. Yeah, when when she tells him Ted had the 60, 600 grand. Yeah, so where's the money at, Skyler? So I gave it to Ted. You did what? <laughs> Ted being our family. And then he just fucking goes on a fucking rampage of fucking laughter. And that laughter Dude. was fucking like crazy. One of, like, I think was like the most chilling scenes is like when they got, when Mike is with, um, that other dude with Walt and Jesse and they're tied up in the meth lab and Gus like just walks down, undresses, calm oh, as cute, puts yeah. on the suit, 
and then just slits his throat and then just redresses. I'm like, damn, do not fuck with this homie. Right. And then like and then the scene after that, whenever they're on um, Walt and Jesse are eating uh Denny's and Jesse's just throwing down, he's like, At least we know where we stand. Like he needs us and we need him. So if we go out of line, then and then he's all smiling while he's saying that too. Like basically if they fucking fuck up again, it's their life is over. Yeah. And that That's was too Gus was a badass dude. He was. Fucking walks up to Theo is like una rata. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then that one scene with the twins, how they um they have that hit out on Hank. Yeah. That shit was fucking crazy. It's like you got one minute and then like bro, even the like Gus is planning to do that shit where he tipped him off and like was able to take two birds with one stone. I was like, yeah. This homie's about it. Right. And then fucking Hank has to go to rehab for like the rest of the show and never walks right again. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then when Walt gets in that car accident. Yeah, I was laughing the, like how much of a dick Hank was like in his, <laughs> in his hospital bed. He's like making all these crippled jokes and like, what am I good for? Like, I'm like, oh my goodness. So <laughs> uh, I need to get don't worry, I need to get a uh, Gimp Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> and then what does he say? He's just like, uh, well, Walter's just like, I'm sorry, Hank, I didn't, I didn't see that car coming. It came out of nowhere. He's like, uh, no, it didn't. I saw it three miles away. <laughs> I'll just chalk that up as an old brain fart. <laughs> but Hank was, Hank was a, like a man's man. Like in the hospital, he's like, I'm not walking. I'm not leaving until I walk out of here. Right. And then Marie's just like, all right, we'll make you a deal. Like, what are you doing? I'm just checking to see if it works. <laughs> so you're just wasting your time. All right, I'll make a bet. If I get that to say hi, then you're leaving out of this hospital right now. So, okay, you're just wasting your time, Marie. <laughs> all pissed off. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'll give you, all right, you have a minute. Oh, okay, that's light work. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that that scene fucking made me cringe whenever Walt tried to make an advance on the principal oh yeah and then fucking ended up getting fired <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh and then that that one scene too like like I think it was like towards the end of the series I think it was the second to last episode when when um how they bust Walt with Jesse like telling him that I'm burning ten I'm burning ten grand by the minute. And then Oh yeah. Oh, there goes another ten grand. <laughs> <laughs> like you're not stealing you're not stealing from me, you're stealing from my family. <laughs> <laughs> uh he was a greedy little fuck, wasn't he? Yeah. And I was like I was like how how careful this homie was and then he just spilled the beans over that one phone call. I was like you dumbass. You dumb. Right. Right. And then fucking, like, that was funny when Jesse and Hank were, like, when they were working together. Yeah. Like, those were some funny scenes. <laughs> fucking Marie's just, like, Hank's just, like, or she comes home, she comes home, and then, like, there's two two suitcases packed, and then she's like, what's this? What are you not telling me? 
<laughs> well, I, I just need you. I just booked you a spa resort. And, you know, like, you should just go to the house for a little bit. And it's like, tell me what's going on, Hank. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we have a guest. Is this bad for Walt? Yes. All right, cool. <laughs> oh, man. That was such a good show. It was. Like, even watching it back again, like, it didn't even feel like, like, I feel like it was short. Like, I didn't feel like it was, like, dragging on or anything like that either. And to think about, like, the amount of story they had within five seasons is crazy. Right. Like, I mean, like, look at all the story they, they put together in six episodes in the first season. Yeah. Like, like they they could have milked the shit out of it if they really wanted to, but mm-hmm. I, like, they they wrapped a nice bow on it. They really did. And, and again, I really like how they, they ended the show, like, with Walt getting his revenge on the people who killed Hank and then, like, setting Jesse free and then giving the coordinates to Skyler where Hank and, and um, Gomez were buried at, like, that was, a, that was a, like, the neatest bow that you could have in the show like that. Yeah. And then I even like, um, you watched El Camino, obviously. I liked how they dove into kind of the relationship between Todd and Jesse and kind of, like, Todd was kind of like, uh, he wasn't like forceful like the other people like his uncle or whatever but like he still had jesse under his thumb and right. he kind of felt bad for jesse right. but then you see jesse get his his way in the end right and that shit was fucking crazy when he broke into todd's apartment so he could like try to find his money yeah and then like he like that I was on pins and needles the whole time too because like he was trying to find it and then like the cops were fucking searching the house too. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's that's the one thing about Breaking Bad. Like, no matter no matter what series or no matter what episode, like you're gonna be sitting at the edge of your seat, and every episode ends on a cliffhanger. So it's just like, all right, I guess I could watch one more. What time is it? Three o'clock in the morning? I bet. <laughs> <laughs> so what time is it? Oh shit. I watched three seasons in one day. Damn. All right, next episode. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you're saying. So, like, uh, all in all, um, what would you um, rate this show? Oh, this uh, is a 10, bro. 10. 10 out of 10. Yep. A 10. I agree. Like, like, again, like I touched on it, like, at the beginning of the episode, but the the cinematography the story the character development just like the acting and everything that went into the show this production just just fucking knocked it out of the ballpark and it's sad to say that i don't think there's going to be anything else like this in our lifetime yeah i don't think so um i'm curious to watch um snowfall i heard snowfall is really good i know it's about like cocaine or whatever yeah, I think but, um, I think Quincy watched it. Um, he said it was really good. I tried getting into it, but like every time I put it on, I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely one of the best dramas out there. Um, and it, I really like about, I like how in Breaking Bad, like how uncensored it is, like how gory, how just. 
unrestricted it is, you know, especially for like a TV show that aired on AMC, like Grounded, like you have Walking Dead and stuff. Right. But like the cuss words, the drugs, the like they actually show not like actually, but like they show like the blood and they show the aftermath of what shit went down and like explosions. So it's everything you want in an action packed drama. Right. Right. And I completely agree with that. I think, um, I think if they would have done it any other way, it would have been like, it wouldn't hit as hard as it did. Yeah. Like, cause that, like you said, that show did not pull punches like whatsoever. Like we basically shot, saw this man's face get blown off. Like half his face get blown off. Yeah. When Gus walked out and, you're like, how the, like when I first, the first time I saw that and we saw it together, we're like, how the hell is this homie still alive? Like it didn't work. Like what's going to happen? And then they show him. And then they show him like things. fixing his tie. And then like, even the CGI, like if you like, I don't know if you noticed it, but like, if you look at his eye that got blown off, like you can see it move. Really? Yeah. It's gross. <laughs> Dude, what, like, what was the reasoning or what was the thing behind the the eyeball that Walter had. Um, I don't know. I think it was oh. just like a. I think it was just like a token of that plane crash. Was it? Because I, I don't know what that like signified or like what kind of symbolism it had, but so, I just remember. The and then thing... Skyler finds it, right? Yeah. So yeah, I don't I think, know what that was. I think that. That symbolizes. I could be completely wrong, but I could. I think that symbolizes that Gus is always watching him. That that is like he's always like being watched by someone, and he's trying to like do his best to like to avoid being seen, avoid being caught, like everything like that. That's that's what I kind of got from it. Maybe, and then like Skyler finding it when Walter is gone is like Walter's watching her now. Right, Maybe. right. That's that's the that's the kind of gist that I get from it. Yeah, I like when I first saw it, and uh, like I, it kept coming up. So I was like, so I was like thinking, like, did I like walk out of the room or something where <laughs> this wasn't explained? But yeah, good See, to I'm know gonna, that there wasn't a bigger story behind it. Let's see. So. He was too grief-stricken to focus on his job, which caused another airliner to crash. So that place, Walt later found the pink bear's missing left eyeball in the pool filter. The eyeball ha- was seen in multiple episodes of Breaking Bad season three and four, indicating Walt hung on to it as a reminder of the event. Huh. Dude, one of the one of the best parts of the whole show i think is when um jesse's just fucking around in the meth lab and he blows up the suit and he's like dancing around oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then that homie walks in he's like oh shit oh ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was so funny and what i really like about breaking bad is the like bringing it back to chill and vibe is the soundtrack mm-hmm. Like, it's yep. a really good soundtrack, and, like, I had, I think I had captions on for some of the shows, and, like, the music really ties into what's going on in the story. It's not just kind of for ambiance. It's actually, right. like, like actually part of the story. Like, every, yeah. like, like I said, every little detail, whether it be the soundtrack or the actors reading the script, like, everything fucking plays a part in everything. <laughs> yeah. 
and yeah the soundtrack was fucking amazing especially like whenever you got in those tense moments like especially like the music that was on in the background like just like oh shit like amplifying it yeah but yeah so i'm guessing you're giving breaking bad a five out of five as well yeah same yep same same it's like it's no contest like it would be a shame (laughs) if you got it any lower than five yeah and just like and in the beginning like you get grabbed because like at the beginning like walter is just trying to do his best to make money for his family because he got the shit hand like a shit hand and he got lung cancer and he doesn't he's just a fucking teacher probably making minimum wage so he doesn't know how he's going to support his family and plus his fucking wife is pregnant so you're kind of like rooting for him in a way but then after everything he does like it's just like oh i don't really want to root for you no more (laughs) yeah definitely because like seasons one through maybe like two and a half you're like okay i could get on board with this dude he's he's not a criminal but he's like trying to figure out what to do and trying to get his money and try and deal with other criminals but then like the second half you're like damn this dude's ruthless like how could i be rooting for this dude if like then you start rooting for hank and you're starting to see like how how is he finally gonna get caught because you know he's gonna get caught but you just don't know how right Right, and then, like everything, like everything he did was just so fucking masterfully thought out. And like Jesse said, like you think that something's gonna go one way, it's gonna go the exact opposite. Yeah, bro. And then that one, one line where it's like, he's he's the devil. Like this dude is the devil. Yep, he can't keep getting away with it. Yeah, he can't keep getting away with it. <laughs> That's that man. Jesse delivered that line, bro. I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, yeah. god damn, it's intense, bro. It really is. And then, um, whenever like Walter tells Skyler, he's just like, "Oh, so you're thinking that someone's gonna come knocking in and have, and I'll be on the other end of the gun?" No, that's not what it is. I am the one who knocks. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> you <laughs> say that shit," <laughs> <laughs> or like. That was a badass moment too. He's like, you know who I am. It's like I have no clue who you are. It's like you know who I am. Say my name. Say it's my like, name. I'm the one who killed Gus Frame. Bullshit. Cartel got Frame. Like, and then he looks at Mike, and then Mike is just like, no. <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, say my name. He's like, you're Heisenberg. You're goddamn right. It's like, oh shit. <laughs> Who is this man? <laughs> one of one of the first like badass moments that I got from. Um, Walter White was when he blew up Tuco's apartment where he's like like I really liked that part of him because like it was like his nerdy side that got him out of it like it wasn't like him shooting the guns and doing all that shit like it was just him like being a man standing up to Tuco and just telling him what the fuck he wants so that was like when I saw that again I was like damn Hell yeah. Look at this dude. Right? And then, like, I don't know if you just said it, but, like, whenever um, Hank is just like, I don't know who you are anymore. He's just like, if that's true and you really don't know who I am, then you better tread lightly. Like, (laughs) 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 damn, well, that's your brother-in-law, dog. (laughs) 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 And, like, the, like, 
how bad he plays Jesse. Like, he's always working him, and then Jesse just calls him on his shit whenever Walt tells him that he needs to leave. Yeah. And, like, I... Like, Walter didn't give Jesse as much credit as he should have. Right. Like, he always... did keep Jesse in the dark about things, but like Jesse was small and he was able to figure that shit out. And like even Mike was telling him, like, yo, the kid's not dumb, or Saul, Saul's the one who told him, like, the kid's right. not dumb, he can figure this shit out. Right. And so, the whole thing with the rice when he just goes like he just snaps. Yeah. Oh man, that was intense when he just like fucking busts into Walter White's house and then just fucking pours that gasoline everywhere. I was like, do it. I was like, do it, do it, do it. And then I was like, <laughs> but like, then again, I was like, why didn't he? And then they showed like Hank interfered. And like, I was like, why the fuck was Hank there? Right. I think he was scoping out the house, just trying to fucking catch Walt doing something. Yeah. That's what, that's what I thought. But like, that was <laughs> talking about perfect timing. I know. Oh man. Uh do you have do you have anything else? Uh no, I'm just excited for to continue on with Better Call Saul and kind of end this chapter of the Breaking Bad binge with El Camino, Breaking Bad and Saul. Right. So yeah, I'm I'm really curious about what's gonna happen there. Right, me too. And um again, like I'm I'm just waiting, waiting for all that shit to come out. And then, um, and then just so I could go ahead and get this all fucking again, yeah. let's just get it wrapped up. So you have like a prequel, then you have like the, the meat of the sandwich and then you have like the, the finale sort of thing. Yeah. Which honestly I'm here for. <laughs> That'll be fat boy. So, <laughs> so. Um, on that note, I think um, we're going to mosey on out of here. Going to make like boobies and bounce. Yup. You know what to do. <laughs> you get in trouble, do anything, better call Saul. Better call Saul. <laughs> Saul Goodman. Turning it off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys for, for listening to the podcast. And um, I do want to give a shout out to everyone who's been consistent and you know, listening to us even though we have like a funky release schedule but i just want to again just say thank you for for listening to us and making us a part of your day um if there's anything that any of you guys want us to talk about or just want to just continue like chilling and vibing just let us know yep uh, my brother said it all um we love you guys we love all the support um thank you guys for listening and this concludes another episode hit him with the outro all right, we live in, we thrive in, we chill in, we vibe in. Ladies, deuces. deuces.